Welcome to the Craft Trollcast. Beercast, I'm Josh, that's Jeff. Hey guys, what's happening? Will's in the house. Yeah, sorry, busy making a, a sad face. God, that was not fun. Awesome, cool, that was awesome. <clears throat> Damn it, Chuck. I actually sadly don't hate this. Okay. All right, tell you What's wrong with me? Well, okay, so I- first off, first off, there is not enough Amazon Web Server space in the world oh, no, there's for us tons. to cover that. Which, by the not- way, did you know there's Amazon S3 Glacial? What's that? So, so it's the slower moving version, even though S3 is already slow. So I, I stood up a website for a nonprofit using kind of the same stuff that we use. And mm-hmm. they had like a free tier. And I'm like, okay, this makes sense. And then my yeah. free tier expired. And so I reached out to support. I'm like, hey, do you have something? You know, because again, it's like there, it gets very little traffic. It's just kind of static for information. Yep. And they're like, yeah, we think it would be best if you converted over to this and this and that. Okay, I can't even tell what I have now because their billing system doesn't just like... Like, you would think I have these products, it would tell me what it is. No. It's all like, it is web stuff in general makes me feel old. Yeah. Because I cannot keep up with it. Well, you know, they, they constantly have trainings, Jeff, if you have the ones that threw one. I don't want a we seminar. Get, we get emails all the time about it in the show. I am so old. I used to write my own web pages I did in too. I know Notepad. It. Heck yeah! And then I'd have to open it with Netscape just right. to see what I did. Yeah, and then you could like push it up via FTP. Remember FTP? That's not even a thing anymore. Yep. Like, yep. how do I get a freaking file up to the? Like, where do I store this? And they're like, no, you gotta like, like it's all like thirty-five layers of obfuscation, right? Like, you yeah. have to get a public putty key. And then you have to use that to form a private key, which you then have to upload via this web interface, which then gives you another key, which you put into this thing, but you have to do it just right. And then maybe you'll get a terminal connection, and then you can throw some commands at it that, honestly, you probably just Googled it or copied and pasted it anyway. I'm like, does anybody actually... Like, there's probably like eight people on the earth that know how to do all of this. Oh, yeah. No, totally. The rest of us are all just like Googling, you know, yeah. like, what is the code to make this work? Copy, paste. I've got Thank this, you. I've got this weird, this weird problem that some dude from like 2015 you know, it's, it's, it, it yeah. literally is that XKCD comic about like I mean, some guy in 2015 figured it out. And I'm like, how have we had the same problem? Who are dude, you? Li- you? Literally, like going through programming school. Did you ever fix this? What did you see? <laughs> Go- going through programming school, half of what I was doing was just Googling answers. And the instructors were even like, look, if you can't get it to work, here's a good form. You'll I- probably find your answer here. Which, you know, to me, isn't mastery of a subject matter it's It's knowing how to google it's knowing how to google in which case like okay can we like maybe make some of this like again i understand the idea behind security and and adding all these extra layers and stuff like that but could we maybe please make it a little more streamlined yeah exactly. why do i need to go like when i have to have (laughs) when i'm trying to solve a problem and i end up with like 10 open tabs and I have to trace my way back just to figure out what was I even trying to do. <laughs> this is not a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Craft Programming, guys. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. That's Wells. And we're uh, back. Yeah, and we're back. Anyways. Uh, is that so not Wells, our break? I thought we were on break. What's going on at the BA? What are they doing? Well, after they laid off a shitload of people a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, right. They uh, down uh, uh, did a, a headcount exercise. Yes. <laughs> a headcount exercise. exercise. That's what we like to call it. Yep. 
Wow. Yes. We're, we're being more efficient. So more with less, all that kind of thing. Welcome to so, corporate America. Yeah, yeah. Brewers Association laid off a handful of people, some pretty big names. So what's going on now, Wells? Well, after a number of breweries have gotten themselves in trouble for posting, I don't know, racist or sexist or whatever stuff. Um, oh, so they're just being breweries? Mm. Not all breweries are like that, but the ones that are have been for a while. Yeah. This is not new. No, it's not. So this is not new. Uh, we've had problems for a while, but the BA always is quiet about it. Well, finally, they have come out with a code of conduct that says, you know, it, we, we basically need you to be respectful and legal. Like, we're, we're, BA is saying they are not going to uh, be quiet any longer when it comes to, you know, racist or sexist or, you know, hostile environment. So, so what happens if you go against this? Oh, I don't know. They'll send you a strongly worded letter. So in other words, Scofflaw could just continue to be Scofflaw and nothing's going to happen. They'll get a sternly worded letter. I don't know. I mean, we've got 8,000 breweries, so how in the world do you, you know, police all that? But, oh, really? Uh, so okay, so. He didn't le- read his own article. Yeah, I know. Look, it, it, I, I was too busy submitting things. <laughs> yeah, to you read were just too every busy single... copying and pasting links. That's really hard. So yeah, they've approved the code of conduct. We'll see what or if they do anything with it. I mean, it, I mean, let's let's be honest. The code of conduct means jack shit if they don't do anything to enforce it. Yeah, so, I mean, what are you? You kicked me out of your little guild. Okay, fine. Yeah, fine. I don't have to have my BA logo on my upside down bottle logo on my beer anymore. Fuck off. Yeah, I mean, I, all right. So I guess my big question at this point: what the fuck is the BA actually doing? What would you say you do, you do here? here? Like, really, what are they doing? They don't seem to be doing anything when it comes to lobbying. At least in my eyes, they don't. You, you're, you're turning your head sideways. Yeah. I never hear about anything. They don't seem to come in and help states do lobbying. Uh, I have a T-shirt from a lobbying group that was built here by, I'm assuming, their own selves because the BA didn't help. So what the fuck are they doing? That's kind of the problem when you represent 8,000 different uh, companies. You've got to represent the industry as a whole and can't really pick fights with, you know, wholesale partners or, you know, basically they're trying to get like certain tax cuts to be made uh, that were temporary. They're fighting to get them made permanent, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's a lot of like behind the scenes just... I mean, their most forward public-facing thing is, you know, the Great American Beer Festival. Right, but, which is a beer festival that makes them money. Yeah, but it also helps promote craft beer. and. But you, do, All right, so again, naive, dumb question. Yeah. I don't know. Do breweries make any money off of going to that, other than just getting name recognition if they win something? I mean, look, if a, a brewery wins a, a GABF medal. Oh, yeah, like, yes, 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 I understand that, but what I'm saying is, do they get any compensation for even, like, Flying reps out there, shipping kegs out there. No. Okay. Not not so, so not that I'm aware of. And in fact, like So they're just making money off of the the beer festival. Which nothing wrong with. I'm not complaining about. 
It's just I don't seem to see them doing anything. And I what guess that you say you do here. That's I guess what kind of has boggled my mind about them from the jump is that yeah, they put on the JBF, which is cool and all cuz I mean, we've had local breweries win bronze, silver and gold medals here and I know one of them had a big jump from winning gold medal a few years ago. Probably bigger than they were ready for. Yep. But at the same time, then when I looked at us getting our barrel limit raised, it didn't seem like the BA was doing anything, like even giving resources, but I wasn't in behind closed door meetings, so I can't say that for sure. Neither I was I, so... I don't know that. And so it's very possible that they are, but I think they need to be a little bit more public about what they're doing, if you ask me. If you are laying off all the staff and you're setting this code of conduct, but you don't have anything to say, if you do bad, here's your consequences, then what's the point of it? I mean, it'd be like if I told you two fuckheads, hey, look, if you don't come on the show and wear a mask, then you can't come on the show. You come in without a mask, and I go, okay, let's keep recording. So pretty much like every week. Right. What's the point? I don't know. What's the point? There's no point to it. I mean, you don't even get mad that I'm licking your glass when I pour. Right. So, I mean. Exactly. I mean, what he hasn't noticed. (laughs) There's also that. (laughs) We're all going to catch it at some point. Just give it to me right now at this point. I just want to have it and be be done with it. That's that's, uh, Josh on a Saturday night anyway. I I don't know. It just... (laughs) The, the BA thing is always kind just of... Just give it to we're, me. We're all going to catch it anyway. Just give it to me right now. <laughs> the BA has <laughs> always kind of bugged me, and I just don't... I don't understand what they do. I never have. just doesn't seem like they do anything anymore. Like, they seem to help legalize homebrew and everything else, but they. I, I guess maybe they need to start publicizing, hey, here's our new initiative, and, and not just, hey, we're craft guys. Ah, craft is good. I'm okay. sure that there's, that's what we've done for the last seven years. There's got to be some function that they're providing that we may not have perfect visibility. To. But they laid them off. They got rid of all of them. I was trying to help, but I, I know you were because that was like their that. biggest. That was a lot of the brewers' biggest complaints: is Hey, you laid off this key resource for us. What are you doing, bro? All right, I don't know. Ran over. Sorry. I just I've never understood the BA. Okay. I would love somebody from the BA to come on the show to explain to me what the fuck they actually do besides just take well, money. Well, I mean, they, they keep track of the numbers. You know, any any time that, you know, Bart Roberts posts like, or whatever, I can't remember his name. But it's, I mean, they keep track of everything. So we know what the craft beer sector is doing um, in terms of growth or the opposite. Yeah, but data nerds would do that for free anyways. Sure. I mean... Let's face it. I have a fucking program on this laptop that I'm recording this podcast for to hook up the data card that's in my sleep apnea machine so I can look at my stats from the night. I'll do that shit freely without anybody asking me to. If breweries post numbers, some nerd's going to collect it. Yep. And post it. Yep. So again, somebody from the BA at me. I want to know what you do. Yeah. I'm dying to know at this point because it doesn't seem like you're doing anything. And now you made this code of conduct. That means jack shit all. Wells did not expect so, this conversation to go this way. So I'm very but, sorry. And, and you know, Lots like to a degree, though. I mean, unfortunately, it's because we're we're in this place where if you don't come out and say we are against these things, people say, "Oh, well, clearly they're for them." <clears throat> no, no, that's not how people work. Yeah, 
just because you don't like, just because I don't walk around, you know, spouting out that, you know, I hate the Patriots every five minutes of every day doesn't mean that if I'm quiet for eight hours because I'm asleep somehow for eight hours. You love the Patriots. That's right. Like, that's not how the the absence of me telling you where I stand doesn't mean that I, oh, oh, you tapped out, did you? Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's so good. I weirdly like it. (laughs) It, It warmed up, maybe. I don't know. So that was the same one. So you've gone through a couple of other ones while that one's been sitting there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it is for a brewers association, for a group that oversees this much. Like, I think it is important for them to say, like, just so everybody understands, this is what we stand for. Yeah. Unfortunately, you have to say that kind of shit today. But it's a shame that you've got to say that. Yeah, absolutely. And again, like I said, if, if somebody could just tell me what they are actually doing anymore, I'd, I'd, I'd love it. I'd love, I'd love for somebody, because I know we've got plenty of people that work at breweries that listen to this show in all kinds of different states. Tell me. What has the Brewers Association done for you lately? Yeah. Are they doing anything? I don't know. Anyways. Well, what's the art of the zag? The art of the zag. So I came across this article uh, within the last week. Uh, it is a little older, uh, January, and Lord knows a lot's changed in the, in the beer environment since January. But it's the art of the zag. And it's, you know, rather than zigging and, and chasing every single trend, whether it's hard kombucha or hard coffee seltzer. or seltzer, seltzer or session hazies seltzer. or whatever. It's just basically if you zig often enough, you lose focus in who you are and what you're doing. And that's what the zag is. So like, how many articles are we going to talk about stone? Uh, two last show. And I guess this one, <laughs> But it's, I, I really enjoyed this. This was a, a longer read, and I did not sum everything up. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's a longer read. It's, it's a good read. Well, it, all right, it, so I, I'll give you a quick example. Yeah. We all remember terpene beers. Yeah. Remember oh. those? I'm still burping it. Yeah. And are they really a thing any, anymore? No. Outside of... G13 still exists, believe oh, no. it or not. Uh, oh, and, is and, uh, anybody buying it? You can, uh, talking about your local grocery, you can buy a box of Sweetwater's 420 strain beers. Yeah, the G13s. That's what, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But you can buy like a mixed 12-pack of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, first off, I didn't realize they made more than just the one. Uh-huh. But apparently... Yeah, we've done like the mango and a few of the other ones, too. It wasn't just the G13. We'd, but, again... I do remember the terpane. That was kind of a, a, a trend that, one. that came and went really, really quick. And do you all remember when THC beer was going to you know, eat beer's lunch? How many shows did we talk about THC beer? And I'm just like, it's not going to happen, you guys. Yep. It's not going to happen. And it's and it not a thing. freaking happen. Yep, it's not a thing. I mean, it's... No, I'm not saying that like every new move... Oh, brewed IPAs? Remember yeah. that? Like, yeah. yeah, that lasted a hot minute. <sighs> it lasted way too long. It lasted two minutes, which was two minutes longer than it needed to. So this is kind of an urge uh, to breweries to kind of 
keep their identity in mind when they are yeah. making moves in the marketplace. And I also feel like, you know, maybe this fits in well with some of what we've been saying over the years. Like, it's important to have flagships. Because while your, your Zig beers, if you will, the trendy... <sighs> The kettle sours were huge for a while. They kind of oh came god, with, yeah, I remember that too. We still have them, but they're nowhere near front and center. Yep. Right now, the the Berliners, which you know, the fruit of Berliners, we got one of those for tonight. You know, um, it's interesting to see some of these coming, coming huge, coming hot, coming fast, and then fade off into the distance. And everybody's like, "Ah, oh, yes, but remember our beer that we make good." And some of these breweries you look at and you're like, remind me again what it is that you make that's good. Because all I know you for anymore is your new release, your one-off, your whatever. Yeah. You know, I am famous for saying, I walk into Divine Barrel back when I could walk into Divine Barrel. (laughs) And I say, I don't care what your West Coast is, I'll take it. Because it's always good. You may hop it a little differently from here to there, a little different malt build, but I know it's always going to be good. Yeah, and Jeff, to your point, I, I do think and I've always felt that having a flagship beer isn't... Did, did Wells just like... He trolled us, damn you. Can you? Yeah, yeah please. <laughs> I don't want this shit. <laughs> I mean, when you, you have like one in a four pack left in your fridge, it's like... Somebody else has to suffer. So how did you get through three of those? Yeah, other legit. Other than accidentally throwing them on the ground while they were already open. Uh, yeah, right? Because I know I would have. And we made a bad one, and that one's even worse. Like, how how do you make... Yes. Yeah. I'll never forget that day. Yeah. And how bad that beer was. And I know this is not buy no buy, but God damn it, that's worse than what we made. Yeah, and that was a bad beer. Uh, that came up Whew. in my uh, yesterday. That came up, uh, not that beer, but uh, the hey, remember this day on like Google Photos was yeah. uh, tribute brewing day. Oh, nice! Like in 2014 or something. Yeah, I'm like oh, that was oh, fun. Oh, remember the heady days when we used to brew beers? Yep. <sighs> remember when Josh showed up to Nota Brewing so hungover? He could barely function as a human being. Remember when we made that the shtick for our entire beer? <laughs> right? We need something with coffee in it, I guess? Oh, yeah. Uh, do you guys remember Schwartz Brewing? I really do from one particular thing, but yeah. I'm curious to see if yeah, anybody they're in else does. Yeah. yeah. Hanging Frank, that's yeah. always like... Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> apparently, anyways, they are tired of getting bullied by customers, and good on them. They're being bullied by customers. Yes. Okay. So if you have like a statewide mask mandate going on and what? and your server is just like, hi, you know, would you just mind doing this thing that... And it's these asshole customers that feel the entitlement to crawl up some like low paid employee's asshole and just be a royal dick. And Shorts has eventually said like, Quit abusing our staff. But I don't... Okay, all right. So maybe I'm getting a little sensitive with the term bullying. You're just being an asshole. Like, if, if, a, if in this day and age, if a facility of whether it's a brewery, a grocery store, a restaurant, a convenience shop, whatever it is, if they say, don't come in without a mask on, put your fucking mask on. 
or like, don't how go. Is, how is this hard? Ha- like, have, have you not seen the countless videos that are on Reddit of assholes that roam into a store and start accosting the store workers without a mask on? Oh, apparently people just don't fucking care. Someone, someone compared my sixteen-year-old son to Hitler because he asked them if they had a mask that they could wear at a grocery store that has a sign, clear as day, you have to wear a mask to come inside. Are you fucking serious? I am dead serious. Jesus Christ. You are, look, like, I don't have, I don't have a whole lot of tolerance for the people who refuse to wear a mask in a public space, but you know what? If you're going to be dumb, you're going to be dumb. That's fine. You call my, you compare my kid to Hitler because he asked you if you have a mask, not will you put it on? Where's your mask? Why are you such a moron? He just said, hey, do you have a mask that you can wear? Because that's how they're coached. And she compared him to Hitler. You know me. I don't curse much. Fuck that lady. Thanks, Karen. Appreciate it. Way to go. Yeah, they're wow. everywhere. And this is like the first article where I could see a, a so, brewery so just like taking a What particular stand, is shorts doing? Like, are they like, you know, punching people in the face are they spitting in their beer? No, I mean, it was just, we we're going to put up a Facebook post and let you know that we're going to stand up for our employees. I mean, which isn't that controversial, except no, in these not. times. Yeah. That. Well, I know, mean, sadly, wearing a mask has become so politicized anymore. It's ridiculous. Uh, we're not going to get there. We're going to move on. I know. But it it's just that level of, I've seen... Like, with my own eyes, just service staff being berated by customers. It's like, oh, I need a mask in here? Yeah, you have for months, okay? Like, don't pretend this is a new thing that you just learned about because suddenly you were able to pull it out of your pocket when you realized that you weren't going to get served. Quit being a jerk. I I will say I've never been an asshole about it, ever. Uh, Believe it or not. I have just gently nudged people, including people that may work at particular locations that I'm in, like, hey, bro, where's your mask? Like, could you put it on? Just, it would make me feel better. And then they put it on, and that's the end of the story, but I shouldn't even have to do that. Like, I'm wearing a mask to begin with. It's it's the asshole that walks up to the bar. Like, they'll they'll put their mask on to, like, get up to the ordering station, and then they'll take their their mask off. And it's like... You piece of shit, put your fucking mask on. And then, oh, can I ask for like 15 samplers that are like, we don't do samplers anymore. And it's, well, why don't you do samplers anymore? Because there's a fucking pandemic going on, okay? Like, just quit being difficult. Quit being needlessly difficult. There's the people people who are already entitled to begin with. And I feel like all of this has made it worse. Oh, yeah. Now, these are also the same people that, mind you, do wear pants wherever they go. Yep. I mean, they don't seem to have a problem with the no, no entry if you don't have pants on. Right, or no shirt or no yeah. shoes. Yeah. I, I really want to print out, like, I want to get um, maybe double-sized business cards, but print out that image. Like, you've seen the one of, like, comparing masks to peeing your pants. Yep. And I just want to take that, and I want to hand it to people who don't have a mask on. I'm just like, hey, thanks. Peace out. You're an asshole. Yep. Yep. I mean, there are certain breweries, you know, that I, I'm not even going to go fucking pick up from just because it's so lax. But, you know, let's talk about those off air because I really want to know. 
But, Odds are I'm not picking up from them anyway. But kudos to all those breweries that you know go above and beyond to yep. keep not only their patrons safe, but their fucking employees, man. Like, I, I mean, I, the two that I went to, Divine and Birdsong, and you may tell me differently, but I don't think it's going to be the case, but they have a lot of signage. Mm-hmm. And a lot of requests, and they're very vocal on social and whatnot about being careful and being safe. And I feel like that's necessary. And a lot of those same places, you know, have hand sanitizing stations posted at any entrance, exit, whatever. Um, they'll have uh, signs on the table saying, like, whether or not this table has been cleaned since the last patron or not. It's like we're not asking a bunch. And we might not be wild about the whole mask mandates anyway, yep. but it's for everybody's yep. own good. So just like fucking grin and bear it. Yep. And if you guys can do that, then maybe this thing will be over. But <laughs> no, it's a nope. whole bunch of like, this is a hoax. It's not. Uh, it infringes upon my rights. I'm like, so does fucking being dead. Just <laughs> like. Well, I mean, so in theory, it is wearing a shirt or shoes. Yeah. I mean, it's all like anti-hippie laws and shit, you know? It's just... No shirt, no shoes, no service. It's just common courtesy. Like, there's this old bit from Steve Martin where he's at a restaurant and somebody leans over to him and they're like, do you mind if I smoke? And he's like, no. Do you mind if I fart? And it's the same kind of thing. Like, you know, like, if... Like, maybe that's the move now. The power move is just eat a bunch of chili or whatever. Yeah. Go to the store. Crop and every time, every time you see somebody that doesn't have a mask on, just follow them around and just drop ass everywhere. I've, well, I'm not going to follow anybody. This whole episode has gotten super dark. Really I'm kind of scared right now. Can we get ag- back to the beer, please? My passive aggressive power move is like, Put your fucking mask on from like 20 feet away. I mean, what are you going to do? Like come over and say something to me? I wanna, I'm, I'm going to start bringing like a, a six foot long pole and just like hold it out. Like, <laughs> nope. You don't have a mask on. Stay back. Asshole. Stay back. But hey, what about creature comforts? Yeah, right. We need that, I don't think it's the related. business of beer. Uh, so creature comforts. Again, the, show two sometimes can get off the rails. The uh, darling of Athens, Georgia has decided that for whatever crazy reason, they want to expand to downtown L.A. Oh, it's because they got that Avengers money now, right? Right. Yes. Uh, and as Chris, our old co-host, actually put this article too on uh, slash r slash craft beer cast, he uh, made the solid point that McKellar lasted all of three years in that same location that they're opening. So I'll be curious to see how long they can actually make How long make before it. they start drag tail? Yeah. I don't know, but I also feel like McKellar never really understood how to own their own brewery, right? I mean, like, they were they were always doing, kind of... They do fine in San Diego, though. They were always doing that contract stuff and then just moved in... Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it, good on them. That's cool, but I just... This don't. is so rare. Yeah. You hear all the times about California or just Western breweries, you know, Oscar Blues, Sierra Nevada... Um, the stone opening up East Coast facilities, but you never ever hear about um, East Coast moving to the West. Yeah, yeah, and and wow, like Athens, Georgia to Los Angeles. Holy shit! Yeah, downtown LA. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they last, if they can make it. I mean, they make from what I've had. I can't say I've had a ton of creature comfort stuff, but I've enjoyed everything I've had. Same. And, 
again, you know, limited offerings like you, but uh, but what I've had from them, I've really enjoyed. So yeah. if anybody can make it, I'm excited to see them make it. I'd love to see them uh, expand their distribution. Like, congratulations on being in Georgia and yeah. and, 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 and L.A. LA. Yeah. Cool. I'd love to get you in here? North Carolina. I think they're Athens is probably like three and a half hours away from here, maybe. But uh, yeah, roughly. So cool. I mean, seriously, good for them. Um, I don't know how close that is to Chris, but I, I think that's going to be really rough that he's going to be able to get creature comforts in his neck of the woods, and I can't. Oh, he was whining about it, so I'm sure he won't go. It's too far. It's a bad part of LA. <laughs> I'm not going to go. They're not going to have masks on. Oh, wait. Yeah. That's valid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who else is moving? Well, in, in... Oh, this milk company that makes milk? Yes. Oh, my God. This is lit... Like, you've seen Napoleon Dynamite, right? This is where, like, the four jar... This picture that we have up is the four jars of milk where he's at the thing, and he's like, this one tastes like the cow got into a pasture of onions. Yeah. You know? The defect in this one is bleach. <laughs> <coughs> wow. That, that doesn't look like beer. That is three glasses of different types of milk. Oat milk IPA. Oh, was it? It's Basically. actually oat milk? What? Sure. Whatever. So, other half. I'm checking out. You guys have fun with this one. All right. Other half is not only opening a tap room in uh, D.C., but they are opening a production facility there, too. Nice. So, holy shit. Like, now I won't have to rely on my brother to send me other half stuff from New York, I can rely on a friend of mine to send me stuff from D.C. Hooray. Hooray. So I'll probably still get the exact same amount of the other half that you've as I'm getting before. right now, which is like not very much. But look, I'm, I'm really excited about having an other half outpost six hours closer to me. Yeah. Even if it is still six hours away. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, what can you do? And last but not least... Uh, Exciting for me, we have a new brewery that's opening up really close to where I live in my neck of the woods, even though Resident Culture is already fairly close to me. This one's even closer. Uh, it's by the Bojangles Arena, so that's oh, pretty okay. close. Isn't there one just like right a little further right down. down Monroe? Yeah, it's, it's right, a little right down further Monroe, down. Yeah. Like Monroe. by the McDonald's or whatever. Yeah, there, so there's one there, and then there's another one that's uh, kind of uniquely opening in an old bank that they are just kind of retrofitting. Sure. Into a brewery, so... There was uh, an, an interesting uh, facet to this article. They're using the existing, like, teller stations with the dividers and everything as built-in, like, COVID dividers. Like, we'll put your beer, like, down there and to keep our employees safe. Like, damn, that's, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. And, These and things would have been taken out in a heartbeat, you know, a year ago, and yep. now it's... Wow, we have a built-in advantage. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, you know, I <clears throat> have to give it to them. I can't imagine trying to open a brewery now specifically, like over the last, uh, since March. And I understand that business models are business models and things are happening. And wheels were probably set in motion on this two years ago. So this wasn't like, hey, we're just going to open this overnight. But to kind of, you know, hey, this is what we've got already in this facility. We'll use it to our advantage for the time being. I think it's smart. It's a, a good idea. Yeah. I am a little uh, disappointed in kind of what's come to beer journalism 
uh, just because this is so heavily reliant on a press release. Yeah. That, uh, you know, when you read the same article three times, it's like, wow, I, I miss being part of this scene, but y'all motherfuckers don't deserve me anymore. Y'all um, lazy. Look, I, I think it's going to be easier to open up a brewery moving forward than it is to, you know, to adjust to our current times than it is to retrofit something that's already been open. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you've had a way of doing things for, you know, however many years, and then suddenly a, a wrench gets thrown in the gears, and you've got to, like, try to make it work to adjust to this new reality, whereas anybody that is getting ready to open, like, bam, suddenly starts retooling their business plan, and I'd say they're in a unique position, stronger position than somebody that's been around. Yeah, you're right. But that's my two cents. And, you know, especially with this being so close, once the weather gets a little bit cooler and I can actually walk and not, like, melt and sweat, I'll probably just walk up to this brewery. Just going to evaporate a, on over there. It was actually really nice this weekend. Yeah, On Saturday. Saturday sucked, but, like, Sunday was, like, super Oh, yeah. Nice. Sunday was gorgeous. Yeah. Like, I could have easily just gone on a walkabout. And so, you know, for me, that's exciting that I can just walk over there and, of course, Uber home to be safe, but yeah. walk over there. I'm looking forward to this one. I'm yeah. I'm optimistic. I mean, I, I haven't really gotten a lot of like, I don't know. It, this one seems to have a little, have has better pre-opening buzz than I've seen. I don't know. Like nobody was really excited about Sunstead slash uh, Toucan Louis slash what the hell ever they ended up morphing into like yeah but i mean this one i'd recognize a couple names like cool you're doing a brewery awesome there we go are we ready for a break yep yeah that sounds good all right we'll be back in 30 Wells. Yes. It's time for buy, no buy. Uh-huh. How does that work? Oh, crap. So we've been drinking beer through the show. This is when we tell you which ones we would spend our hard-earned dollars on. Are we going to buy it or not? It's pretty simple. Jeff, you want to kick us off with our... <sighs> Damn it, Chuck. So, you know, the funny thing about our show, we do two shows typically back-to-back. And we take usually a, a sampling of different beer. And most of this stuff, almost 95 plus percent of it, I've never had before. And I just kind of look at, and I look at the description on Untapped, and I try to like stage them. So we have like some good stuff, some bad stuff. Sometimes it's interesting. Sometimes it's not. Yeah. Some shows, it's like, wow, all the good stuff was this show. I had no idea it was all going to be in this show. Other shows, all the shit is in this show. Welcome to the ladder. Yep. First up, Chuck from Wild Heavens, uh, Wild Heaven in Florida, Georgia, whatever. Fauci Spring, an Ossii Pale Ale, because that's something I was looking for. 
a pale ale brewed with Asiai and not yet named experimental hops. Um, they call this uh, in the style category here on their label. It's an Asiai pale ale. I didn't realize that was a category, you guys. Yes, it is. They need to stop it. They need to stop it. Tasting notes, tropical, earthy, cocoa, berry. I, I don't care. This was... I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. I took two sips of it and dumped it. Hard pass. Wells? I don't have anything nice to say about this beer. Josh? I tried to like it. I really did. And then the longer it sat, the worse it got. And yeah, now it went to the dump can. Next beer up. So Chuck's on my shit list at this point. And he sent a couple of cans from Academia, which is in Athens, uh, which your favorite uh, Terrapin also lives in. Yes, yes, I know. But uh, University of Georgia, you know, like it makes sense that you would have breweries there. By the way, the poorest county in the United States of America when college is not in session. Does not surprise me. Yep. I have been there in that tracks. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a terrible. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, academia, uh, it, to, to that point, even like it's interesting to hear you say that because Chuck was like, yeah, they're right there by UGA. And I'm worried about them because if school's not in session, you know, they're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Um, which is a real shame because this beer is called IQ. Like, I dig their art. I, I like their kind of style. It, like, it's got a brain and it's got all yeah. sorts of, like, Pythagorean theorem, like triangles and geometries and stuff like that. This is called IQ India Pale Ale, 6.6%. Uh, it's cloudy, but not, like, flocky. <laughs> um, and I think it's delicious. I really like this IQ. So... You redeemed yourself a little bit there, Chuck. Don't screw it up again. Maybe. I don't know. But I would buy this one. Wells, how about you? I definitely like it more than the Fauci Spring. I mean, you'd like a kick in the pants more than that Fauci Spring. Yeah, that's probably true. Look, I, I'm going to buy this. It's uh, cloudy without being hazy. Uh, easy drink. Um, yeah. It's, it's a nice beer. Josh. Yeah, especially uh, because the Fauci spring kind of sat there as I went through a few of these other ones. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. It was good. It was good. And yeah, uh, knowing now is, you know, I especially once all these uh, schools started announcing, hey, we're closing or we're not doing football. Somebody had to point out, hey, by the way, did you know that the county that UGA is in is the poorest? And I'm like, you know, that really tracks because yeah, you think about a lot of these schools like, Let's think about uh, Chapel Hill in, in particular. There's a lot of richy rich folk up there. Well, it's also like in that triad. There's a lot of everything up there. Yes. If and, and again, having gone to Athens, right. you drive for a while, and then it's like, oh, yes, this is a college town. With not, I mean, like I'm not going to say there's nothing around. There's but not I mean, a lot, though. Like It's kind of like that's the industry there. Yeah. And it's kind of and like there's nothing out like Atlanta. It was way off the beaten path. I'm like, oh, well, this is just right off the highway. No, no. Like an hour later, we got there. And well, know. and I mean, that's close to actually one of our call centers. It's like 30 minutes away from one of our call centers. And if you've been to the town where that call center is in, you go, oh, this all tracks of why this might be the poorest country in the county. Anyways, I'd buy this beer next beer up. Okay. Um, up next from Academia. Mountains of Madness, a hazy double IPA with HBC 692 and Hallertal Blanc. Um, this, to me, tastes like pineapple orange juice, the end. It's fine. I'm not buying this. This, is, this, this juice 
This is this is a can of juice. I don't I don't that's not what I buy for beer. You don't grok with it? I don't. It's not my jam. Wells? I'll flock with this. Um definitely a little alcohol forward at eight point six. You know how we have like, oh man, that really hit it well. This does not hide it well for me. This is uh, definitely a bit boozy, but yeah, it's like uh, boozy pineapple orange juice, and I'm here for it. I'll uh, buy this. Josh, I'll walk a flock of this. This is damn good. It's flame, even. It is. It might be flame. I'd buy this absolutely. Big huge buy. Next beer up. All right, next beer up. Just to prove that uh, it isn't just Chuck that likes to troll us, Wells brought us a can of Mr. Balahai. Uh, this is a beer from Casita. And uh, I'm, I'm here to tell you, this is the first beer from Casita that I absolutely hate. With the passion of a thousand suns. This is called a Triple Tiki IPA. Now, I don't know if you've been to a tiki bar before. No, but you I tend to actually. think of like tropical drinks. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the label, you would see some of these things like uh, Citra hops, um, Amarillo, pineapple, lemon zest, and coffee. Wait, hold on. Coffee? Because like that's something that goes in a fruity tiki drink? Yeah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't belong to that. I was so, like, <sighs> I'm disappointed about a lot of things right now. This very current moment, I'm pretty raw. I love dynamite roasters. I'm angry at this beer. It is a severe no buy for me. In fact, I'm just going to go ahead and dump it. Wow. Wells? Yeah, what? Nobody wanted to re up for a second, just to second sip, just to make sure that this was. It's no. <laughs> I, um. That was an aggressive. An asshole. That was an aggressive pour. I'm angry. I got so excited when I saw this beer. 11% IPA from Casita, and it's got lemon zest and pineapple. And yeah, but all I get is coffee. Coffee, fucking coffee, coffee. Uh, Look, I love coffee in beer. I love dynamite roasters. I don't even mind a nice... A coffee IPA. Remember when coffee IPAs were a thing back oh, in the day? Oh, yeah. But this is like an unfair amount of coffee. I cannot believe I powered my way through three of these cans. How? Oh, I don't know. So you know that thing where like after you're drunk, you can't really taste stuff? That's how. I'd still taste that. Like, ugh. it's... it's ugh. I am so happy that Casita just opened up their own like brewery in downtown Wilson and good for them. I wish them the best of luck moving forward, but boy, don't do this shit again. Yeah. Yeah. You, they, 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 they went, you know what? what? I'm mad, but more than that, I'm disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. I, I can't co-sign this. This is unforgivable. And, and the sad part is almost everything that you have brought from Casita has been, Good to excellent. Yes. Or great to excellent, I mm-hmm. might even say. Like, I don't know how this one missed the boat this bad to where they still put it out. Mm-mm. It may be... Okay, so so this is probably the part where I should say, like, I didn't enjoy it. That's not to say there isn't an audience for this. It just is not here. Not in this room, at least. So, yeah. 
Definite no buy. There isn't an audience for this because as you heard me rant before we went to break, we did this beer, not this particular yeah. beer. We tried this style. It was a fucking train wreck. God bless Chad at Noda for even forging through with the idea. Somehow, this piece of crap has a 3.87 on untapped. That that's fucking bullshit. I'm just gonna start going bullshit. I, in the I, can. I'm just gonna start going through the untapped check-ins and respond with, but why? But why? <laughs> but why? But why? This oh, 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 final beer up, please. Uh, so Divine Barrel has been making the Carolina Cobbler for a while. They've got a fun glass, um, which is the same glass that Resident Culture used for. Whales for Wishes a couple of years ago. It's actually one of my favorite glasses to drink out of. It's not a shaker pint. It's a little more rounded. It just it's it's a good feeling glass to drink out of. Mm-hmm. Um, so they put out one and it's got you know the Carolina Cobbler logo and Divine Barrel and the different fruits around it. My wife calls it kind of girly, but I'm like I don't care. It's a good glass to drink out of, and if it's clean, whatever. Right. But, um, you know, like I thought for sure the, the Cobbler series had pretty much run its course. <laughs> I had heard as much from Gavin that, that uh, they were getting ready to switch gears and do a different type of sour coming up. And lo and behold, they laid out another Cobbler, the Strawberry Rhubarb. Now, my last experience with the Strawberry Rhubarb beer was from episode whatever entitled It Smells Like Farts. Farts. True story. Before you got here, I asked Wells that exact question. Does this smell like farts? Like, uh, I don't think so. It, it does not smell like farts. I didn't smell farts. It definitely... Um, Good I, thing what, the ceiling fan's on. <laughs> and there's that. I'm busy over here. Where's the lady with the mask? Off. Good thing I brought the brown pants. Um, I will say that as far as the Cobbler series go, um, I've always kind of held Blueberry as my least favorite. This is probably going to be my least favorite. I like the idea... Um, it is executed similarly well, but I just feel like the the cobbler vibe got lost on this one. I'm not getting as much of the fun, like it tastes like I'm eating cobbler with that progression of flavors. Maybe it's something to do with the strawberry and the rhubarb. I don't know. Um, it's still a good beer. I'm not buying this one. I didn't buy it. Um, but that doesn't shake me from any confidence in this series. It's just strawberry rhubarb isn't like maybe that's I think it's more of like a southern thing or maybe you grew up with it. Strawberry rhubarb was never a thing for me. So like I don't it doesn't click in the same way as the others did. Yeah. So it's a no buy for me. Wells, it's definitely a little bit more subtle uh, fruit wise than I've seen other Divine Barrel cobbler beers be. Uh, It's definitely the least cobbler forward of the batch. But look, even like at. The even the worst cobbler series beer for me is at least like at, at least a buy. Yes, for me, and I, I get you. So I'm, I'll you know similarly buy this one, even though it's a little less cobblery. Exactly. That's that's kind of where like it's not the strawberry rhubarb that bums me out. It just doesn't like I don't get that same cobbler vibe. Like I love sharing. Cherry, blackberry, and even peach with people because I'm like, this tastes like you're eating a, a bite of cobbler because mm-hmm. you get that like big graham cracker and then the ice cream kicks in and it's in the vanilla and the cinnamon like it's all there. Yep. Like, 
Yeah, maybe none, none of that's there here on this one, which it's not a bad thing. It's just, <clears throat> Jeff, I'm right there with you. Maybe it's the whole, I didn't grow up here, so I don't understand the strawberry rhubarb vibe. Last time we experienced it, it smelled like farts, and I was like, and I put that behind prim- me. Like I'm, that I'm, wasn't a problem. That wasn't like yeah. clouding my judgment. No, it wasn't. It's just this didn't have any of those notes of of the cinnamons and the ice creams and the buttery richness that the other ones did. Even though I wasn't necessarily a fan of those either, this one definitely tastes more just like a straight sour to me than anything. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, it's not terrible, but I, I'm still not going to buy it. Yep. All right. Well, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? Of all the beers that we've been drinking on the show, if we had the ability to get one on tap at our home kegerator, what would it be? What's our number one choice? Um, so I'll, I'll lead off and say uh, I'm going to support the poorest uh, county in the country when school's not in session because, I mean, if UNC is about to send all of their kids home, I can't imagine too many other schools are going to allow kids on campus for long either. But they got to play football, you know. Uh, well, that's what's going to be the, the bitch is that, you know, they're still going to find a way to play football. I mean, the Big Ten is literally talking about it. Of course, this is a week later, but um, they're having conversations right now. I thought they already canceled their season. They sure did, but some schools are making a big enough stink, and now they're talking about letting other schools go to other conferences if they want to. Oh, and, good Lord. Yeah, because that's the thing that totally makes sense. <clears throat> that all being said, um, this is the world we're in, and uh, I'm, I'm going to support the Academics uh, there in Athens, Georgia, and I'm going to buy and, and tap the IQ. Big fan of that one. Wells, how about you? Mountains of Madness, also from Academia. That was a... A nice little pick-me-up and put-me-down. Josh, where are you? I'm right there. Mountains Madness. Damn good. D- damn, damn fine. Hayes Bro beer. Chuck, I don't know if you're starting to like Hayes Bros, but if you, if you are, that's a good Hayes Bro beer. All right, Jeff. We're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Come find us, craftbeercast.com. Uh, links to previous episodes. Uh, we've got an RSS feed. If you want to throw it in your podcatcher of choice, um, you know, we, we don't uh, advertise, we don't take sponsors, we don't take money. Um, we take beer, uh, sometimes willingly from Chuck. Actually, always willingly. We always willingly, sometimes we just yell at you yeah. a lot. Begrudgingly sometimes, yeah. even at that. But, um, you know, we, we don't go out there and, and buy sponsored posts to clog up your Twitter feed or your Facebook feed. So, you know, if you want to do a solid for us, you can support us at Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Uh, or, you know, honestly, just tell a friend. Like, that, that's great. You know, just to get that kind of organic listenership is fantastic. So, um, you know, you can contact us, contact at craftbeercast.com via email or at CBcast on the Twitters. Wells, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at all the Wells on Instagram and Twitter. Endlessly doom scrolling. Josh, where are you, man? You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to go to our subreddit, slash r slash craftbeercast. Post story ideas, all that fun stuff. Rate and review us. Like Jeff said, tell a friend. That always helps. And other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Thursday.